You're listening to Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. Hey, what's up? What's up, people? It's your boy, J. Cole Lawrence, and right now I'm chilling with my brother, Terrell Garnett. How are you doing? Great. Create your own story. Love it. That's great. So tell the people, if the people that don't know you, tell them a little bit more about yourself, your accomplishments, and everything that you've done. Uh, You you start start with accomplishments, huh? Yes. (laughs) Started off really nice and easy. Well, um, I am a singer, songwriter, producer. Um, I have been involved with music ever since ever since I was about nine years old. Um, when I was about 16 years old, I signed my first major record deal with Capital Records. And, you know, during that time, I had a, a, a big single called Oh Yeah. Up to this day, people call me Mr. Oh Yeah, <laughs> featuring Snoop Dogg, um, produced by these stereotypes. Um, then went on to, you know, having some amazing opportunities to write some really cool records for some really cool people like Akon, Jay Sean, um, did some stuff with NCT 127, if you're really into K-pop. And um, I've just been really enjoying um, my life as a, as a music minister now, you know, having now um, transi- transitioning over as a Christian artist. Uh, so that's where I'm at now. Um, I, Christian, uplifting, inspirational music. That's my claim to fame right now. <laughs> I guess more and more as we talk, uh, we'll, we'll get more into, you know, you'll, you'll get to know me a little better. <laughs> well, with that, what what made you do the transition from, you know, secular to, to more of an inspirational gospel type music? Yeah, I, that's a good question because I think, I, I think the first assumption well at least at least for me as an artist the first assumption is that it's born out of a place of um maybe what's trending or i will not for all but I, i've definitely heard that oh the, you know the the secular stuff didn't work so he switched to christian <laughs> you know um i actually you know throughout my walk in life i had an i had a personal encounter with jesus and that that came first and out of that truth the the my life's expression um kind of followed after in in the music so you know the switch in 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 music was really born out of my relationship with with the lord um actually as a as a christian in music for a very long time i i did you know quote unquote secular music before i actually decided that i would dedicate more time to Christian and uplifting and inspirational music. So, yeah. That's amazing. I've noticed, I remember, I had, um, who's actually one of my friends now, um, Angel from the girl group Trinity 5-7 on, and she um, made a statement that, like, she writes songs, yeah, they're quote-unquote Christian inspirational, but what she really writes about is love. And right. it's kind of universal, so you can like you can kind of relate that to anything, and even some circular music. Like there's a song by Sarah Bareilles, 
Because what it was, it's called Love Song. And that song's right. not about love at all. It's about her record label. So like <laughs> Yeah, like so it's just like we we tend to think that all these songs for us it, it may mean something for us, but for the artist that makes it it can mean something completely different. It's really about how you you grasp onto the song and you you uh how would I put it? What it means to you in a sense. And we all can make that up, up on ourselves. So with you making inspirational music, I mean, it may not be much different for you because you're still, quote, unquote, writing about love, depending on what you're writing about before. I mean, not to say, like, all of the these rappers that are writing about, like, Poppy Molly and all that other stuff, that, that completely different. <laughs> that's completely different. But yeah. most love songs, like, I think that that's one thing that we all have in common, no matter who you are, what you've done in your life, that yeah. you've, all, yeah. you've all loved at least one person, whether it be our parents or whoever. Well, I'd, I'd say it. I feel like one of the most distinct differences, um, you, you know, you mentioned love. I, I think we all look for love and we tend to look for love in all kinds of places. Um, I, I think the main difference uh, between then and now, if you, if you want to put it that way, is that I have had an encounter with true love. And I, and I think that if, if I can say what defines or what makes a big difference as to what I do now compared to what I did then, because back then I did all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was doing all kinds of, I, I experimented with all kinds of stuff. Um, just on my journey and trying to figure out my sound, you know, obviously then there's the pressures of, you know, what's trending and, you know, what people are thinking, what people are, you know, gravitating towards. And you kind of want to fill that, that mold one, because that's what's being accepted at the time. But I, I think when when you've had that, like I said, that encounter with true love, then you can kind of express that on a whole other, another level that, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more fulfilling. I, I think that that's the, that's, that's the important thing to mention. It's a lot more fulfilling. Yeah, so I have this question, and I, when I ask it to people, they kind of take a step back because so the questions that I, I always have, I want them to be more thought-provoking and questions that people don't normally get asked, or if they get asked, not in this way. So the question that I want to ask you is, what do you think that you're born to do, but that you're not doing? What do I think to, I'm born to do that I'm not doing? Man, I'd, you know, I'd, I should have... Uh... I should have prayed on that a little bit more. <laughs> what do I think that I'm born to do that I'm not doing? And you, uh, do you know what? I, I, honestly, I, I, I believe that I am. Um, I am not going. I, I cannot be definitive and say that I am doing everything that I am supposed to be doing because that would that would be boring. That would be a boring yeah. a boring journey to arrive at the destination. Um, but I think the most important thing that I, that I know for sure that I am doing is, is, is my life being a reflection of Christ. I, I think that that is, is the consistent theme in my life that, that I know for sure that I am constantly, um, perfecting and, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to perfect that. Um, and that is my, that's my, that's my goal. You know, I, I think all other things are born out of, out of that. So I'll give you a, a funny story. I grew up playing the piano. Um, I, I was taught. So I grew up in a musical family. 
Uh, my dad is an awesome musician, bass player, you know, so I always grew up around music and I've always had the opportunity to be around some amazing musicians at a very young age. My ear for music I know has always been top. Um, but what that did was that that made me complacent in a lot of other areas. So I, I never paid theory so much attention, but now I'm recognizing where music theory is so important to what I'm doing now. So just little things like that, I feel, and just perfecting things that I, I know I'm already putting my hands to, but just making them all better by recognizing that there's so much more to be done with it, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, for myself, I, um, I don't know. I, I feel like within the last years since I've started this podcast uh, I something I didn't even want to do like I didn't want to start a podcast I was well, like, yeah I didn't want to do it um the reason why I did it was because it was so easy to do it like there was no reason not right. to do it like everything just fell into place and um I had went on somebody else's podcast and I really enjoyed myself and I was like well I could do that but I'm not and then the person that I went on the podcast asked for some help so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I'll help you with your podcast. And I was trying to give help, but they didn't want my help. Like, <laughs> oh. realistically speaking, and I was just like, well, it's not going to work out the way you want it to. And I was just like, whatever, it's not a big deal. It's not my podcast. You do you. And you fail because <laughs> it's going to fail. <laughs> and not to say that they were bad at what they did, but just how they had set stuff lined up, it was just going to be impossible for it to work that way. Um. And then one of my friends and my hairstylist, which is a friend now too, they're like, oh, you should start your own. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I was so against it. I'm not doing it. So <laughs> I was like, I gotta get a mind. Of course, and of course you didn't do it. Of yeah, course you right? didn't do it. Yeah. So <laughs> then my friend, he's like, oh, you can, I have a mic. And I was just like, oh, you do? He's like, yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, give me your mic. And then like, literally it was just so easy. And I was like, oh, why didn't I do this? And I what? sit back and I think about that all the time now. And I was like, I, if I would have had, let's say, when I was really around a whole bunch of different celebrities and hanging out in that lifestyle, um, a podcast, then I'd be so on right now. I'm further in my, but, you know, back then, 10 something years ago, yeah. they weren't really doing podcasts or they weren't as popular as they are now. Um, right. Correct. Correct. I think it's so easy to, to, to look back and have regrets. But I, I, I think the, the most important time we have is now. So you you have the you have the benefit of saying, yo, wow, okay, three years later, what if I didn't start yeah. when that, you know, I had that second prompting? So, you know, I, I think it's just all about living in the now, right? Exactly. I do have this question. I feel that a lot of people, I don't want to say suffer from this, but I feel like a lot of people have thought this, and you probably have to at some point, where you compare your yourself to other other people's accomplishments and i have to of course i have to think about that so many times like and like tell myself wait a minute like i'm on my own timeline i'm on my own right um but how has that been for you like have you ever struggled with wanting to accomplish more at a younger age or any of that Uh, absolutely um i again i started this journey of music when i was nine and by the time i was 16 years old um or even a, a, even a bit younger, 13, 14, 
my life's course had already started to kind of been set. You know, I, I really, in that time, you know, wanted to be a superstar, you know, um, coming, coming from a small country like Barbados, but let me not make it as superficial as just a superstar. I, I, I love music. You know, I always had a passion for music and I wanted to share that gift with the, the world, uh, you know, even at, a, at a, whatever that meant as a kid, you know, I can articulate it better. Um, and because, you know, coming from a small country, there were very few at the time that were making waves, obviously Rihanna being the yeah. biggest one from Barbados. Um, you know, when I came on the scene, there was a lot of pressure for me to fill those boots, obviously just, just being in that same space. And then of obviously the other comparisons, you know, uh, being in the space where the industry, uh, you know, that that's uh, the music industry typically thrives on creating the next, the next of the next of. So living under that pressure, um, I, I can definitely say at some point it has affected me. However, I, I believe I have overcome that now. Um, now having found uh, an identity that I believe is far more, um, uh, far more distinguished, I think, than, than I could ever find in just living or walking in someone else's uh, boots, you know? Yeah. So has it been, I, I mean, I'm older than I look. I'm 30, I'll be 35 next week. So, oh. yeah, so with how the music industry, like in the 90s, the early 2000s, it's completely different. Now. Absolutely. So when you first started out, I, it, it was definitely different than what it is even to, to today. Has that absolutely has that benefited you in the much how everything has changed and people are more accepting of certain things, or has it been more hindrance? Um, I, I, I feel like I, I always say this. I, I think um, being born when I was born, um, you know. I, I feel like we were born on the cusp of a change. So we got to see a little bit of the old form and then we got a chance to see a little bit of the new one. I remember the biggest artist around the time when I got signed was Soldier Boy. He was the one that came, you know, first rapper, I'm the first rapper. To, <laughs> right. You know, he, he was the one that, that in my eyes revolutionized the way we see the internet. Um, so seeing that progression from, you know, I live in the days of LimeWire. I also yes. had AOL dial up, yeah. you know, you know, as soon as you pick up your phone, the internet stopped working, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so I was able to live through that and kind of see the transition. Um, and then also being from a very small country, a hundred, we are 166 square miles, 300,000 plus people, you know, having that and then having to adjust to a, a, a fast moving train, obviously, you know, around that time, a lot of major record stores shut down. We catapulted into the streaming. And, and so, again, I, I would say it was a lot to adjust to, I, I would say, a lot to get with. But um, eventually, again, you just you just make it work for you. And I, and I think once you're in that mindset, okay, I'm not going to conform to just what is happening. I'm going to try to find... You know, and, and, and like you said, I think now there's so much different pockets that you can just, you know, find people, like find your tribe. You know, you can find people that are like-minded where you don't necessarily have to think about, okay, how do I convert 
the whole world, you know? Let me just focus on the people that I know um, appreciate, you know, my the way I, you know, live, or appreciate my personality. And so I, I think there's been a bit of a, you know, uh, leveling out with where we're at right now with that. But I, I would definitely say it, it's been a challenge to transition through all the periods of time. But I feel grateful, though, to experience, you know, the different changes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's funny. I was having a conversation with one of my friends and we were talking about how like we used to like post videos on YouTube and all this other stuff back in the day. But like the little clip, right. post, like I was just like, we were so ahead of our time. Like if. Twitter or not, not Twitter, but um, like if Instagram and TikTok was out back when we was doing that, I was I totally would be so famous right now because I was it was what I was doing back then. And now that I'm older, I find it so hard to be back in that place to record stuff. Um, right. Yeah. And like I didn't, I didn't care as much back then. I would post anything, and then like I'll look back at some of the stuff I was saying, and I was like, oh my god, I would that now Um, for sure (laughs) but um i just find it so i don't know i just need to get back into that space of my youthfulness in a sense or whatever and just be more open and out there um because that's been a struggle for me but before we continue on to more dialogue i want to get into one of your records oh yeah this song is future so tell us a little bit about it before i play it ah future man Future, I am talking about the song. Is I'm talking about my future wife, my future girlfriend. Um, this song, I really just wanted to give uh, a godly perspective on 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 relationship. Um, you know, I grew up in a broken home, um, and I'm sure many of us in this modern society have. Um, my dad was never married to my mom. You know, my mom married. Um, you know, my stepfather. Um, so I, I grew up kind of seeing these kind of um, what, what we would call blended families or, you know, the, 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 you know, not really looking like what it, it should. And I, I desire to, to, to change that. You know, again, having come to Christ, I, I desire to see that the, the picture that I believe is, is, that, that, that is pleasing to God. I desire to see that in my family. So this song is really just, you know, it it sounds really deep, but it's actually a really cool song. You know, just, you know, talking about my wife, you know, just saying how I want to treat her really nice. And, you know, I see a future with her. So, yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. This is Future. Yes, sir. Mama raised me good, I do whatever I could just to keep you safe. 
everything else I love, babe You be the evil matter You know we probably mess it up, God got us It's all that matters to us Tell me where you at, yeah. This is a song that I wrote for my future girlfriend This is a song that I wrote for my future wife This is a song you can sing to your future girlfriend When you really know it's real, that's for life This is a song that I wrote for my future girlfriend This is a song that I wrote for my future wife This is a song you can sing to your future girlfriend When you really know it's real, that's for life Yeah, that's for life I'm just trying to be real, that's for life Again, that was future so just to jump back into some more dialogue, um, what would you say that your favorite imperfection is? Um, my favorite imperfection, man. These these questions are a bit are different. Yeah. Um, my favorite imperfection. I don't know if I have, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I like any of my imperfections, man. I, I think I've just, I, I think I've just learned to, to know that my imperfections don't necessarily make me who I am. If you understand what I'm saying. So I, I think maybe that's what, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. When I was, when I was a kid, I, I never saw myself as a leader. Um, I, 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 I was always around people that I looked up to, you know, I was always the youngest in the crowd, but so, so again, going into adulthood, I kind of carried a bit of that mentality and, you know, the, you know, those voices started to lie to me a little bit, but then I started to realize I'm the opposite of that. I am a leader, you know? So I think when I reflect on things like that, you know, it makes me see the beauty in all of my imperfections, but I, I don't know if I have like a one. Oh my God, I love that I'm so lazy. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh my God, I, I appreciate my laziness so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't even know. How about you? What, what's your favorite? Maybe you could help me answer that a little better. Okay. Um, yeah. So these questions I have, I never usually never really answer them myself. Uh, <laughs> oh well, let's let's try. Uh, let me think. Uh, what's something that I do that's not that I would call it imperfect? Um, I think that um, in, in a business standpoint, um, sometimes people would think that you are supposed to not be so so blunt um i feel that sometimes i can be too honest and it's to a fault right um and is that an imperfection though is it, that would you can, call that I imperfection can, I, it can be because sometimes it's like i and i have to work on this sometimes because sometimes i'll say whatever i think or whatever i feel or whatever but sometimes what i feel and what i think I don't put any tack behind it, so therefore it could hurt somebody's feelings, which that's not my intent. Fair, fair. Yeah, um, understood. Um, it's not my intent. I meant what I said, but I could have worded it a certain way. Cause, and then I do believe that sometimes people are can be overly sensitive or they don't like to hear the truth 
um, and people like things sugarcoated, and I'm not necessarily the type to sugarcoat things, but there is still a way to get my point across and, sure. and be stern and them understand it and me not be harsh. But sometimes I don't put the time in to do that. I just say what I say, and I'm just like, well, if you don't like it, then, you know, <laughs> that's on you. When yeah, in reality, oh, it's, yeah. I, sh- I have to remember, like, you know, like these people have feelings too. Like, I never want to make somebody's day bad because of something I said or I didn't think about when I, you know, and I just go ahead and said it. And I find that, especially with my work, when I'm working with certain people, like, I'm just like, oh my God, you're dumber than a box of rocks, is what I'm thinking. And I'm no. like, I, can't, <laughs> I can't say that. And I'm just, and then I start to get frustrated because I'm like, it's so simple. How can you not? figure this out like you know so I, I have to take a deep breath. i see what she's saying yeah um or my impatience i have to work as that i can be with certain with, with stupidity or people that do stuff that i'm just like why would you even do that like i have no patience for that and that i need to work on that <laughs> so those are Interesting. The, the two things that i could say that but like it, okay. i like that i am honest because right like, people know what they're gonna get so if they want the truth, they know they're going to come for me. But I need to be able to morph that into a way where it's not hurting anybody's feelings. I, 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 I like that. I like that. I like that outlook on um, because, you know, these things are good things. You know, it's good. Like you said, it's good to be honest. It's just about knowing how to deliver the truth. You know, exactly. the truth is not always good it's, to that's say. That's very true. You know, the truth, the truth is not always um necessary in the moment mm-hmm. you know yeah sometimes things so, are better yeah. left unsaid like yeah, I, just because i think it and i want to say it doesn't mean that it needs to be said because at the end of the day like, correct sometimes when i say certain things it does no purpose for anything i literally just heard exactly somebody, you know like it i could have just hurt somebody's feelings and if i didn't say anything their feelings wouldn't have been hurt but whether i said something or didn't say something it didn't change anything <laughs> so, yeah you're right so that that's something all right that I would say. Um, so what would you say, what do you think the hardest thing has been about your, the choices that you've made in your life? Um, the hardest thing about the choices. Um, the, the hardest thing, I, I, I think that, you know, again, going back to what we spoke about earlier, being a, a somewhat of an industry baby, you know, you kind of grow up thinking that you have to make choices that please others. Um, I, I, I think one of the most difficult obstacles to overcome is the idea that I have to make choices that um, please others um, and, or, 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 or versus transitioning to the kind of mindset that I, I need to please God. Um, so that has been difficult because, again, live with people yes. you know we, we we live in a world surrounded by people and i i naturally and you know even if you were to mention um talk about imperfections so to speak i i can be a people pleaser but i'm i'm learning to shed that in light of what is is the greater good so yeah that that is difficult um you know uh being concerned with the opinions of others allowing that to kind of guide the way I do things. And I feel like we all have those kinds of things, but to be able to shed them is, is, is difficult. Yes. I, um, something that you said is, uh, that struck out to me was, uh, um, pleasing people instead of like pleasing 
God. So there's this song, you probably heard it by the Walls group called um, Satisfied. And it's funny, I, I typically like artists from Texas. And okay. and it's a coincidence. Like, I don't know, it's something I feel like maybe in my past life, <laughs> if I was a Houstonarian or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But so anyways, I seen the Walls group, but I never listened to them. I knew who they were. I just never listened to their music or whatever. And then one day I was just like, oh, let me just check it out. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I looked uh, them up and I realized that they were from Houston. I was like, no wonder I like it. But to go along Thanks, with my, my, my song, the song, um, it's called Satisfied. And I was listening to it. This was two years ago. Um, and the song talks about, like, how, like, we say, like, oh, um, if we, if God took everything away from us, um, would we be satisfied in, in our lives and everything? And then I was listening to a live version of it, and they sang the chorus, like, kind of the reverse way, like, with everything that I'm doing in my life right now, would God be satisfied? And I think oh. that oftentimes that, at least for myself, I don't want to speak for everybody, but, like, I feel like when things go bad, like, we're just like, God, why are you doing this or whatever? But we're not thinking of, like, times when we do things that he's not pleased of we're not thinking of right him at right. all <laughs> and it like just made me it like blew me away and i was like dang like could he be satisfied with my life right now and this was in 2020 right literally right when the pandemic happened in in march um and i was just like wow i need to i need to make a change like just wow. the people i hang out with uh you know and i wasn't really hanging out with certain people but like i noticed that i wasn't some of the people that I was hanging out with, I wasn't happy hanging out with them. Like they, they weren't feeding into me anything positive, and I was just, you know, monotonous in the situation or whatever. So I uh, literally changed everything. Like people I hang out wow. with, I stopped talking to people. I stopped cut a lot of people off. Um, like some of my closest friends, we don't talk, and there's no bad blood or anything like that. It was just right, like, right, right, yeah, the, you know. Um, and then I that was like in March. Fast forward to, like, October, I had a, a, a sit-down with an old high school friend that I haven't talked to since high school. And um, I was telling him about this other um, song, Samo, and it and I was like, yeah, and the song or whatever, he t it, like, starts off, the song's called um, Apology, and it, it, it literally related to my life because in the beginning wow. of the songs, he talks about how his friend, like, messed with his girl or whatever. And he was just saying in the, uh, towards the end of the song, it becomes a gospel song. And he's just bit, like pleading to God, like the next people that come around me, like let them be, come through you first. Like let them come through you. Cause the people that I pick don't know how to love me the way that I need to be loved. And I used to right. listen to this song all the time. And I'm sitting there and telling him wow. about this song. And it just dawned on me that like the new friends that I had happened to come through a church and I'm just like, oh, snaps. Like, I was unknowingly praying this prayer when I'm singing this song. And, and like, it actually came true in a sense. So it, to go along with they say, like, you know, there's, like, the power of the tongue. Like, you watch what you say. Right. Watch the music Correct. you listen to. Like, and after I, realized, after I realized that, I'm just like, oh, I cannot listen to any type of music that, granted, I like some other stuff, but, like, if I can't relate to it at all, I really you don't, don't want to listen to it. I'm not living, I'm, I'm not yeah. listening to um, 
you know, future or any of these new like bubblegum TikTok rappers or anything like that because I can't relate to any of the stuff. I don't smoke. I don't really drink. I don't do any of this stuff or whatever, and it doesn't do anything from me. And then I notice like when my little cousins are listening to certain songs like this or whatever, their behavior like starts to change or they try to act tougher than they actually are. And it's just like you, we consume so much right. whether it be, you are what you eat yeah no but seriously like whether it be from our tiktok or instagram or whatever the stuff that you watch on tv like we consume so much i'm rambling at this point i don't even know what my no 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 but um yeah so <laughs> back to the satisfied thing i just realized that i needed to make sure that everything that i was doing and consuming in my life needed to be that of a more positive thing um I want to be, um, I had a, a podcast with um, Lisa out of Eden um, a couple weeks ago, and they have a song that says, um, I don't remember the name of the song, but it talks about how like this girl like walks into the store and she sees her and she's like, why are you so happy? Like she just noticed, like just from her presence, her aura that like she, you know, living a good life or something like that it's just what she sensed from her and the girl proceeds to tell her it's like oh because i have god in my life so like i want to always be um a sense of a light just kind of like what you were saying earlier like beautiful a, a good role model or a good you know like i granted we all mess up and we all fall down or whatever the case is but like i want to be like when people look at me people that don't even know me they'll see a smile and they'll know like oh i have this warm thing I don't know if you've ever met Ma- Erica from Mary Mary. No, I've never. I've never. When I tell you. She's got a glow. She got that glow. Yes. Like the most genuine person I've ever met in my entire life. I um, and, and you're and you're a pretty honest guy, man. You, you, yes. You, you say it as it is. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when I, I've never met anybody like her before, except for one other person this weekend. But um, where it's like when I was in her presence, I felt like I mattered in a sense. Um, wow. and it's nothing that she did differently. I feel like that anybody else would normally do, but it was just something about her. Like I just felt that she was literally focused on me, paying attention to me. And she was just so genuine and just nice. And it's just, I was just like, I want to be able to possess that quality. I don't know how she does wow. it. It's probably just in her. Um, that's I, her I, I know, I know exactly what she's going to tell you. It's a god in me. <laughs> right? It's a god in definitely. me. Definitely. Hey. <laughs> definitely. But no, definitely. And that's then that's exactly what it is, is the god in her. So like I just Yo, it's 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 so funny because that that's actually one of my favorite songs. And and the part of the chorus that go, What is it? You yeah. think you see yeah. when you see me. Hey, that's... it's a god in me. Yes, hey. yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, definitely, definitely the, the God in her is what, you know, you, she carries it with her all the time. So I want to be able to possess that to go along with what you're saying and everything. Keep yourself amazing, some, keep yourself. <laughs> amazing quality. <laughs> but let me stop rambling. Let me play another one of your records. Um, this one is Coast. Tell us a little bit about this one. Coast. So, so this song, honestly, I wrote this song. This song was probably the song that I would say jump-started my career as an artist again. Um, as I mentioned to you, I'd been writing songs like for everybody, you know, and pitching songs to everyone. And there was a time where I like, look, I, I need to focus on on you know what God is saying to me through my music, you know. And 
I just started to make this beat. By the way, all the songs, um, Future and this one, this next one, I, I produced myself. Um, that, that was a little modest, a, a little, a little <laughs> modest, shameless plug. You know, I'm I a producer. I so I got in the studio one day and I just started vibing to this track. And the first thing that came was, I wish all, I wish all my problems would go away. Maybe some, maybe someday that would be a reality. And, you know, I, I, that was just the space I was in at the time. I remember it was like the height of COVID. And I was just like in that zone, man. You know, like, you know, this is, this is, no, it was before COVID actually. And I remember just being in that space where I felt consumed by all of these things. And so the song is just talking about, um, basically overcoming adversity and having this perspective of, of life of perseverance even while you're going through a difficult time but just coasting you know just allowing god to be the one that fills and sustains you even in the midst of a hard time so it's just it's the, the song is very laid back um it doesn't you know it's not like oh gotta get out of this it's just super chill but yeah it's actually one of my favorite songs that i ever wrote and quickest ones too just like spit it from top to bottom okay well let's get into it this is coast hope you like it yeah i wish all i wish all my problems would go away maybe some maybe something that would be a reality but until then i just keep my head up until then i Keep stacking my bread up, I just coast. I just coast. No one really knows what the future holds, no. But you just gotta take it, then take it as it rolls, oh. Pray it never goes straight. I pray I take the narrow way. Wanna be another life just out the window But I wish all, I wish all my problems would go away Maybe some, maybe something that would be a reality Until then I just keep my head up Until then I keep stacking my bread up I just go, I just go, I just go Say life is for living, not living uptight But I know once you live, you gotta live right, right Don't wanna be on the wrong side I wasn't made for the dark side uh-huh. Wanna be in light, wanna see the light When I get before God, I wanna hear Yeah, you did alright, alright Well done, well done Until then, I just keep my head up Until then, I keep stacking my bread up Yeah, man, that's the point. That's the point. Glad you like it. That that one, um, those first two songs, uh, I, I released an EP in 2020 called Rizzle Minded. So those those two songs were songs off of that EP. That whole project was just 
again, just this new discovery, this re-emergence and this, you know, this reforming of the J. Cole that everyone had known before. So I really enjoyed making these songs. Go check it out. Rizzo Minded. Yes. Um, question. How do you, how, how was the pandemic for you? How did it affect you, your family and everything? Um, the pandemic, I, I am grateful that, and I'm very careful how I say this because I know that everyone had different experiences for everyone. It might've been so different. You know, I have some friends and family that lost jobs and have some you know friends that lost loved ones, you know, some people that got really ill. Um, it was a difficult time. I, I think for the entire world, you know, anyone with a heart, you know, would say that it was a difficult time. I, I am, I am grateful that my family, we came together um, during the times of lockdown, we, you know, it was a time of introspection, time of reflection, um, a really, a real uncertain time that I feel like put everyone on the same page for once, you know, like nobody's in a VIP, yeah. you know, no one's in the elite club, you know, we're all kind of under the same kind of, okay, what's happening in the world? Although I know it was super difficult. I, I it was also a really good time. Um, you know, to for for dreams to come alive again. You know, when you know, if, if you look at, you know, you picture a a a field of of or a forest of trees burning to the ground, but after that forest of trees burns to the ground, then emerges new life. So it never looks good when it's you know catching a blaze. But out of that time, so much great things came out of that time, including this project. The Rizzo Minded Project, and I know for a lot of other people, um, amidst all of the turmoil, it was a real good time to trust God. So I, I saw a lot more unity in my family. Um, I, you know, I got a lot more calls from from friends and family. I got I got a chance to spend a lot more time with my dad, especially. My dad is a workaholic, so it was really cool to spend a lot more time with my dad. So I, I, I can say in it all, I feel like God's goodness really and God's grace kept us. And the good kind of outweighed the bad now that I look back. And, you know, although it was super difficult. Yeah, I can agree. I think that it was very positive for myself. Um, a lot of uh, wins happened for me work-wise that I think wouldn't have happened. Probably wouldn't have had a podcast right. if I didn't do if the pandemic didn't happen. Um, so there's, Telling a, you. there's a lot of things that you know, and then just even certain relationships that I built because of the podcast, I would have never had. Yeah, so it you know it was it's it's uh for me it's been really sweet, but I know for other people it has been bitter. Um, so I'm just oh yeah 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 and definitely, and, and I didn't lose any loved ones or anything like that. Um directly towards close to me or anything so um yeah and I that's feel like good it, man. yeah and i feel like it gave everybody a chance to just slow down right that was it that that was the one time in life i felt okay there's no pressure to perform because ain't nobody going nowhere yes ain't nobody doing nothing yeah. <laughs> you know i live sit down i live near la and i remember like going to la one day and there was like no cars on the I'm like it's always, like, crazy. It's always so busy and there's no traffic 
nobody's on the freeway. Right. Like, LA. Yeah, like it was crazy to, to to see that. And I wish we can go back to that part of the pandemic. Um, yeah, no, I I I don't wish we go back, but I wish we remember. And I and I wish that we take the experiences that we, we learn. Um we don't forget. You know, we don't we, we have this thing where we have um amnesia, you know, we we, we forget so quickly, you know, that's that's kind of like the human condition. So that's that's another uh, perfect imperfection, <laughs> you know. That's another flaw that we all kind of have that can be good and it can yeah. be bad. And there's been so you know? many people that have, like, popped up because of social media. Like, that's the one thing everybody was able to do. Like, so many people got famous during that time off of social media or just, in, in right. a, or just making a living off of it now. Um, they were able to do what they actually want to do with their lives because there was nothing else they could yeah. do. So, I nothing mean, there was a lot of positive throughout the, the negative. Um, so what do you think that life is teaching you right now? Um, uh, what, what was the song by, by um, um, Kendrick? Sit down. Be humble. That's <laughs> 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 a... Yeah, the, the, what life, life, life is teaching me that's just that. Um, I am humbling myself under the mighty hand of God and simply allowing him to lead my life. Um, I, I have presented my body a living sacrifice and I, I am his uh, born servant, <laughs> born servant of Jesus and that takes great humility because I think for a lot of a lot of my life I have um, painted my own picture you know life life the world is your oyster you know and um, I, I think all these things are good but um, I, I recognize who I belong to and I, I think that when you live with that kind of mentality you know that your life is not your own. You know, you, you begin to recognize, okay, that drives me to make my life count, to make my story count. Like you were saying earlier, that drives me to say, look, this, you know, when I, I the, the legacy that I leave, it must be important. The, the price that was paid for my life, it, it's owed to the one that paid the price. So I think I'm learning that as I get older. I'm learning that as, as the days go by, as, you know, as the months go by. Um, is 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 humbling. Um, I I remember, like I said, I've known music all of my life. Um, that's the one thing that I, like most artists or musicians, you know, that carry this very great gift, music. Oh, look at see what he can do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I own that. You know, I found my identity in that. And there was a time where I had to lay it down and say, okay, God, what do you, what do you want me to do with it? And that's that's I, I think that's the most humbling thing. Um, again, for somebody who has built their life around a thing and around a gift, you know. So, yeah, I've been, you know, that's that's what I've been. I would say the the humility in it all is is what has been the overarching theme. I would say. That's awesome. I know. So I have stopped. I haven't put out a podcast episode since January. I have. Well, yeah, I have some recorded. There's they're recorded. I just haven't released one since January, um, January like tenth or eighth or something like that. 
Um, and the reasoning behind it is I wanted to re- reassess, re- reset everything that I was doing. Wanted to make it, make sure that I'm focused and that everything is connected. I started a weekly uh, newsletter that I put wow, out every that's day. cool. Um, so it goes out to whoever subscribes. I have like, like roughly 90 subscribers right now. And um, the newsletter basically has like a song of the week that I like, um, some food, like a something that I cooked or made that I think tastes good or whatever. I put the recipe there. Um, my favorite buys, I like, go, oh, this is a cool item, buy this or whatever. Plug my, my podcast and then anybody else that wants me to feature anything on it, I put that on there. And then I write out a full, like, because uh, I'm a certified life coach as well. So I have an article that's Dope. supposed to help people. So like this this week's was about like putting your phone down and and there's a hundred nine I think it was like ninety nine tip things that you can do instead of picking up your phone. Um, oh wow! Yeah, how so, much? That many? Probably more. <laughs> wow! But um, I went to this weekend to WrestleMania. It was in California, L.A. area. So I definitely had to check out some of those events and there's like two wrestlers, one wrestler that I really wanted to um, meet was Naomi um, Trinity Fatu. She um, is, I think there was only like two full black girls that are in WWE. She's no longer in WWE, whatever the reason is. Um, But I really wanted to meet her because I just see like, she may not know how many lives she's changed just for representing you know being black on television on a weekly basis like and then being a champion and just going out on one of the biggest events with afro and stuff like kids don't never got to see stuff like that before so represent representation is so important and so i definitely wanted to meet her just to be able to tell her that you know like how important representation is and how like many lies that she may not have known that she's changing when i tell you the, the other person i was saying earlier that that's like erica campbell that has that quality of just like you know like you felt important being in her presence um right it was her like she was so humble she was so like down to earth and then cool and then there was sasha banks there who i met as well who uh, also love that's done so much or whatever who is also a black uh, girl and when I tell you her like it's cr- crazy it's cr- like I've never felt and I've been around a lot of different celebrities um, I've never felt anybody that like when you walk past them like you kind of are a little intimidated because like she just exudes star like yeah, like she just exudes it. Like you could tell that she knows who she is, and she's not going to apologize for that. And she, you know, but at the same time, still humble in a sense. So it was just cool to meet people, two people that were like that that I never really get to see, and especially at people that are at like the height of their careers or whatever and what they do. And I was like, I need to possess these two qualities. Like to be able wow. to to know that I I am me, and I'm not gonna apologize for some of the things that I may do. But at the same time, I want to be nice and gracious to everybody that I'm in contact with. Granted, 
I may be a nobody to somebody, like or to most people, but, right. I, but I'm a somebody to myself. You're somebody, you somebody, somebody. Exactly. So, like, but just to like to just carry that, like, it, it's I don't know. I've just never been around somebody like that. So it was really amazing to meet them. And I said something, and it's so funny because I think about it now, and it came out completely wrong. Um. Oh, so, uh, here we go. Yeah, see, this is why I'm talking about my mouth or whatever. Because um, I was just like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful in person. And that, oh, man. where it was a compliment, it can be seen as a, a, like a backhanded compliment. Because <laughs> I wasn't saying that yeah. you're not beautiful on TV. What I'm saying is that, like, you're so much more beautiful. Because, you know, I, I mean, all the celebrities, right, yeah, some yeah. people that, look that's, that's what you could have said. That's yeah. what you should have said. And I said, you're and so I thought about it. so much more beautiful in yeah, person. Yeah, and I and that's what I said in my head, but that's not what came out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you gotta work on that, bro. Exactly, you gotta work on that. Exactly. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, well, Dell, yeah, you are beautiful on TV. That's not what I'm like. That's not what I'm saying. I know my heart. God knows my heart. That's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like fine. just like it, it was just, and I'm just honored to see people like that. You know. Well, you know, if she listens to this, at least you'll have an opportunity to yeah, kind of. I'll put, I'll cut that clip out and post it, Tagger. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, I was okay. just like, so like, cause I mean, they're beautiful on TV, but like sometimes when you look at certain, like I've met artists and people that I'm just like, oh, they look better on TV, you know. But I'm just like, wow, you look even more beautiful than you do on TV, and like I didn't know that was possible, like kind of thing, is what I. Oh meant. wow. Yeah, it's, that's what I meant. That's not what that's not what came out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm gonna chalk it up to you know. I made a mistake. My fault. My fault. Man, man, they said the camera has ten pounds. No, and some of the people that I seen uh, there, I was just like, oh, you're smaller in person than you look on TV. And then there's other people I seen where I'm just like, oh, you're way bigger in person than I thought that you were. And I don't mean bigger uh, as in fat. I'm just mean like muscular, like you know. Right, um, right. So, or just taller. Like you're, much, you're, taller. you're much more leaner, sir. Yeah. You, you're much leaner in person, sir. Yeah. And then I went to the Wale event for the culture and everything that he had uh, that weekend. So that was really cool to be just around a lot of uh, black people. Because, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but in California, it's only um, 4%, 4. 4.8% African American black people in California. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, the majority of people in California are his, of a Hispanic race, which is like forty-six percent or percent. Like so, nearly half of the population in California is Hispanics. Um, okay. And then we're only four point eight percent. And then where I live is only one point one point four percent black people. So to be around so many people, granted, a lot of those people flew in from out of town or out of state. But just to be around wow. so many people and representing the same thing it was kind of it was really, it like it was an amazing thing to to be a part of because you, I mean maybe if I lived in Atlanta I'd be around it all the time but for me someone that lives out here that was just something so amazing to to see that you know like minded people that like the same thing, and are supporters of the same thing and we're all black like it was it was pretty cool. Super cool, yes. super cool. But I do want to play your single right now. Yeah. For your grace and tell us a little bit about this record. Uh yeah, so so this this song is when I reached the 
the you know when I have I've been beaten beaten and bruised to the core, and I recognize you know when I look back on my life and I look back on all my experiences and all the things I've done, all the things that I tried to do and didn't work out, all the things that I did and all the mistakes I made, had it not been for God's grace, ever ever sufficient grace, um, keeping me, um, molding me. Um, I would not be who I am. Um, so there's a line in the song that says, even if I had the strength of an army, I'd still trade for your grace. In other words, even even if I could do it without you, Lord, I, I wouldn't want to, because that's how much you mean to me. So this song is just a raw expression of, and so, so the video is out, and in the video, it kind of shows some snapshots of my life and, you know, different times of my career. And I mentioned I've been in the music for a long time. So I have different times in my life where, you know, I thought I'd made it. I thought I was the guy, but I know I wasn't, I, you know, my, my life may not have been really any place that it looked like I was in. And, you know, it's just really celebrating God's ever sufficient and his, his present grace. Awesome. Um, with that, before I play this song, I do want to ask this question. How how do you handle um, when things don't necessarily go your way, when things may go bad or something tragic happens or whatever? How do you how do you handle that? How, what's your what is something that you do to boost your mood? Uh, to be honest with you, man, I, I I I don't think there's any one size fits all situation. You know, I I feel like with every situation. It's, it's different. And, you know, I, I think that's why I love the Lord because he's, he's, he's a relational God, you know, he desires relationship. And I think off, oftentimes we approach God, like there's this one, um, that like he's not, he doesn't have compassion or he doesn't have care. I, I think that's what makes it, um, that, that's what makes it so cool you know, about, about, about Jesus, you know, just, just the relational element to it. So like, like, like anyone else, there are times where I, ah, why, did you, why did you do that? And, you know, and then I, you know, like any parent would, Jacob, you know, he'll, he'll give me that kind of look and I'll say, yes, uh, you know, and then we talk, you know, and then in, in talking, there's understanding. So I, I feel like my, again, it all comes back to me understanding who my daddy is, you know, and, and I think that's the foundation of how and understanding that I, I'm, I'm building a relationship with my father, with my heavenly father. I, I think that's really the, the anchor as to how I deal with things when they don't go my way. Um, I'm not going to say that every time things don't go my way, I'm like, Oh, God is good all the time. God, is good. you know, I, cause I'm, I'm human, you know, I'm still working things out as they're happening. You know, um, so yeah, I, I think I, I really just having that anchor in Christ that, you know, to, to being able to run to him for everything is, you know, I, I think I also too have to remember that as well. You know, sometimes you have to recalibrate and be like, oh, but there's hope, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I can do that, you know? Yeah. So I think every situation is different. Every circumstance is different. But thankfully that, again, God's grace is sufficient. You know, he's the one that pulls you. You know, it's never that, you know, you're running downstream and he's He's always going to be the one that'll leave the 99 for the one. He's always going to be the one that's going to 
you know, you know, set a little thing on your palm to, to make you, you know, recognize that he loves you and that he wants to help you through a situation, you know, and, and then you ask him, okay, what is, what is your mind? You know, what is it like you talk about your podcast, you, you might not have done it, um, you know, how many every years you felt that you could have, you may have been living in that regret, but now may be the time. Yeah. And you had to live out that time frame that God, so God never let it happen 10 years ago. So it's like, why, why didn't I not reach this 10 years ago? But it happens now and then you begin to realize, okay, now, now I can see why. You know, so I think it's just about that faith that allows you to trust God. You know, I, I know that he's a loving father. I, I know that he's a good God. So I'm, I'm because of that being revealed in relationship, it's easy. It becomes easier to trust it with, with everything, you know? So yeah, now I'm rambling, but I, I hope the point, you get, get the point. <laughs> well, let's get into For Your Grace. You look past my mistakes all my flaws, all my problems, you make them yours. At the end of the day, you still see me the same way, yeah. Wherever I go, I know all roads lead me right back to you. first place I just know that I need you without a doubt I've given all that I've got but I can't work it out and even if I had the strength of an army I'd still trade for your grace yeah 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 every time I fall Technically, one question and one's another thing is not a question. 
this is a question that I asked all my guests. Um, if you could have an intimate dinner with three people, anybody in the world, whether they are deceased or alive, who would those three people be, and what would the conversation you would have with them? Um, <laughs> that, that's 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 a, that's a very that's a man. I need some time for that one, bro. I need some time. <laughs> Any time. Um, if I can have a, an intimate dinner, I would sit down with Jesus, and I would I, I I'd ask him I'd ask him some. I'd be like, Lord, why did you why did you make me? <laughs> uh, you know. So yeah, that that's three people because uh, Father, Son, Holy yeah. Spirit. So yeah, <laughs> I, I answered the question. <laughs> Technically, I asked the question. Technically, yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd really sit down with the Lord. But he's alive, man, so, yes. oh, man. Yeah, he's I, not dead. I, um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if I, I never choose Jesus or anything like that, the reason being is because if I was able to sit down with Jesus, like, I, I wouldn't have to ask anything. <laughs> like, I love that. You see, I I love that. It, man, that's that's it. Yes. Yeah, so you you've been watching, you've been listening to Terrell G and J Cole Lawrence. Now we can, now exactly. we can just. That's it. That's what we came for. Yes. <laughs> but my other thing is not necessarily a question. It's more of a statement. Or this is what I want. I take the time out of my podcast for my guests to do this. So oftentimes when we see people we say great things about them as i was saying about sasha aka mercedes and trinity naomi earlier but we don't say those great things about ourselves oftentimes so this part of the show i want you to take time out and thank yourself for any accomplishments or anything that you've gone through and that you've got past wow that's 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 cool man um again i I, I, I have to start by, you know, this and this song is for your grace is so fitting because again I, I do give God, I, I do give the Lord all credit for for my life and where I, I think if it was left up to me, <laughs> I, you know, I, if it was left up to me, I don't think I don't think there's anything good would become of me. Um, but I I I am grateful that He has kept me faithful to Him. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, when I had the blue pill and the and the red pill, that I chose the right one, <laughs> you know. And I, I, I'm thankful to him that my my mother and my and my father can be proud of, of the man that I've become um, because of him. Um, I, um, I I'm grateful to have to to have come to where I've come to in my life now to. Be in a place now where I desire to use what what God has given me to to simply just to simply just worship Him. Um, so I yeah I I have to give Him in me all the, all of the credit. <laughs> I feel that I love that. Well, before I let you go, please tell the people where they can find you and what's next for you. Where they can find me. You can find me on all of these social media platforms. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. 
all under the name J. Cole Lawrence. And yeah, that's where you can find all of my latest music, all the you know latest updates of what I'm going, you know, whatever I have going on. You can find me there. And uh, yeah, what was it? What was the next? What was the next? Oh, what's next? What's next? What's next for you? What do you have oh, what's next, man? I, I really do look forward to, you know, continue to put out amazing music. I, I think I'm super excited about the music that I have coming. Um, super excited about the visuals that I have coming. Um, I have this uh, this this company called King Minded Music Group, where I'm mentoring and raising up young artists. I'm working with another artist called King Servant. Uh, we're the two artists. We're the two main artists on the label. Um, so I'm just excited to, to to bring great music, man. You know, with great music with a with a with an inspiring message. But I, but I think the key is to to make it great. So super excited to be able to do that and to be able to do what I love. You know, that's 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 yeah. So just look out for some good vibes. Perfect. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining, and you guys know where to find me. And that is all we have for you today. Check us next time. Create your own story with Terrell Garnett.